Welcome back to Recharge Radio, your one-stop spot to get spiritually recharged for your day. This week on The Water Wheel, we will hear from Thomas Watson, a Puritan known for being able to speak to both the mind and the heart. Here then is his exhortation to us today to consider the shortness of time. This topic is one that is often laid aside in the back of our minds, but listen to Watson as he shows how worthwhile it is to think upon the shortness of time. Question. What advantage will accrue to us by often thinking of our short stay here? Answer one. Meditation on the shortness of time would cool the heat of our affections for the world. These visible objects please the fancy, but they do not so much delight us as delude us. They are suddenly gone from us, Worldly things are like a fair picture drawn on the ice, which the sun quickly melts. The time is short, so why should we overly love that which we cannot keep over long? 1 Corinthians 7.31, the fashion or pageant of the world passes away. Time passes away as a ship in full sail. This, thought on seriously, would mortify covetousness. Paul looked upon himself as ready to loosen anchor and be gone. His love to the world had already died. Galatians 6.14 says, The world is crucified to me, and I unto the world. Who would covet that which has neither contentment nor continuance? Peter had the same view in 2 Peter 1.14. Knowing that surely I must put off this my tabernacle. Among the Grecians, the city of Sparta had a king for a year, and then he was to lay down his crown, which made everyone strive not to be king. Why should we so toil about the world as if we were to live here forever? What need is there for a long provision if it is for a short way? If we have enough to bear our charges to heaven, that should suffice. Suppose a man's lease was ready to expire, and he should fall to building and planting. Will he not be judged to be foolish? When our time is so very short now, to follow the world immoderately, as if we would fetch happiness out of the earth which God has cursed, is a degree of madness. We shall soon have no need of the earth, but to be buried in it. Answer two. Meditation on the shortness of time should be a means to humble us. Augustine calls humility the mother of the graces. Balm sinks to the bottom of the water. A good Christian sinks low in humility. And what can sooner pull down the flags and banners of pride than to consider we are shortly droppings into the dust? The priest was to cast the feathers of the fowl by the place of the ashes. Just so, all your feathers of honor must surely lie in the ashes. Should not he who is clothed with mortality be clothed with humility? The thoughts of the grave should bury our pride. Answer three. Meditation on the shortness of time would hasten our repentance. Repentance is as necessary as heaven. As moisture and natural heat preserve life, so repenting tears and the heart burning with love preserve the soul. It is natural to delay repentance. We say with Haggai chapter 1, verse 2, the time is not yet come. But the text says the time is short. Our life is a candle, which is soon blown out. The thoughts of time's uncertainty and swiftness would keep us from putting off our repentance. There is no time for us to delay. It is observed of the birds of Norway that they fly faster than the birds of other countries. By the instinct of nature, knowing the days in that climate to be very short, they therefore make more haste to their nests. 
The consideration of a short abode here would make us avoid delays and fly faster to heaven upon the wing of repentance. Answer four, meditation on the shortness of time would give us an antidote against the temptations of Satan. Temptation is Satan's eldest daughter who woos for him. Satan does more mischief by his wiles than his darts. He knows how to suit his temptation as a farmer knows what seed is proper for such a soil. Satan tempted Achan with a wedge of gold and David with beauty. It is hard to keep up the banks of grace against the sea of temptation. I know no better remedy against Satan's immodest solicitations than this text. Time is short. What, Satan, do you tempt me to vanity when I am going to give up my accounts at the judgment? Shall I now be sinning when tomorrow I may be dying? How shall I look my judge in the face? Christian, when Satan sets sinful pleasures before you, show him a death's head. This will make temptations vanish. Answer five, the consideration of the shortness of our stay in the world would be a help to temperance. It will make us sober and moderate in the use of worldly comforts. By excess, we turn lawful things into sinful things. The bee may suck a little honey from the flower, but put it into a barrel of honey and it is drowned. We may with Jonathan dip the end of the rod in honey, but not thrust it in too far. The flesh when pampered rebels. The best preservative against intemperance is this. The time is short. The Egyptians at their great banquets used to bring in the image of a dead man and say to their guests, look upon this and proceed in your banquet. An excellent antidote against excess. Joseph Arimathea erected a sepulcher in his garden to spice his flowery delights with the thoughts of death. Answer six, meditation on the shortness of time would mitigate our grief for the loss of dear relations. It is observable that when the apostle said the time is short, he immediately added, let those who weep be as if they wept not. No doubt the loss of relations is grievous to the fleshly part. It is like pulling a limb from the body. When God strikes us in our right eye, we weep. It is lawful to give vent to our grief. Joseph wept over his dead father. But though true religion does not banish grief, it bounds it. We must weep as if we wept not. Rachel's sin was that she refused to be comforted. If anything can stop the issue of sorrow, at least assuage it. It is this. The time is short. We shall surely have our losses made up and enjoy our godly relations again in heaven. Amen, amen. With each answer, one after another, Watson lays down another brick on this wall of understanding. May our minds meditate often on the shortness of time. If such meditation is so worthwhile, the application too is clear. Waste no time. Watson adds this, time misemployed is not time lived, but time lost. Worship God this day. Waste no time. Let not a second pass that is not done in honor of who God is. Now our time together is also drawing to a close. So I thank you again for listening to The Water Wheel. Join us again next time at Recharge Radio. God bless you all. Have a great weekend.